In a world where social media and outrageous beauty standards reign supreme, Girls in Real Life encourages young women to love themselves by living fearless and filter-free. Society might have its own idea of what a girl should be, but we're here to remind you of what it truly means to be a girl in real life. Now, let's get into this week's episode. Hi, you guys. Welcome back to another episode of the Girls in Real Life podcast. I am your host, Mariah Clayton. And first and foremost, let me just apologize for my voice. I had a volleyball tournament this past weekend with my team, and I was just constantly yelling for two days straight. So, so sorry about that. But we got business to take care of because today we are getting real about selfishness. Today is just me, myself, and I. Me, myself, and I, the sun I got in the east, that's what I found now. That should be like our theme song for this episode. <laughs> Beyonce coming through with the lyrics, you know, sometimes you do only have you, yourself, and you. <laughs> but no, on a serious note, I did want to talk about selfishness because I know that in society it has a negative connotation and I just really want to shift our perspective today and make us just think a little bit about it. So we're just going to dive right in and start by defining what selfishness is. So your girl went online, looked up what selfishness means, and this is what it says. When you are concerned excessively or exclusively with yourself, seeking or concentrating on one's own advantage, pleasure, or well-being without regard for others. Now, upon reading that definition like of course you would think selfishness is a negative thing since the time that we were babies like it has always had a negative connotation we're taught that being selfish is bad we have to share you have to learn how to work with others and our parents and society like i said and even sometimes our religions condition us to see selfishness as a negative quality to have And that is, in a sense, true, but there is always two sides to everything. So odds are that you would find it easy to identify the negative traits associated with being selfish, right? So greed, um, using others, whether that's physically or emotionally, without a thought on how it would affect them, Um, being self-centered and interested in only your own well-being and happiness or using that phrase, you know, it's all about me. Like, this is my world. Everybody else is just living in it. Like, it's easy to pinpoint those negative traits that are associated with being selfish. However, being selfish does not have to be a bad thing. And that is what we are going to talk about today. So because, like I said, we've been taught from a young age to view selfishness as this a horrible bad thing, you know, we find selfishness to be so terrible that sometimes we can become trapped in a cycle of bad selflessness, okay? And that just means that we're constantly putting the needs of others ahead of our own happiness. And we're trying so hard to be selfless that we never take the time to be selfish. And I've said this before on the podcast and a couple of episodes back, but you can never be truly selfless if you aren't selfish sometimes. Because as human beings, we don't possess unlimited energy. You know, we don't have like we don't have the capacity to always give, give, give. We become exhausted and tired 
And when that happens, we have to take the time to stop and refuel ourselves. It's kind of like a car, you know, like when you're driving and your car runs out of gas and you have to stop at the gas station and put more fuel in it so that it can go more and longer. That's basically the same thing with us and our bodies and our mental well-being and our physical well-being and our emotional well-being. Like we have to take that time to refuel ourselves so that we can go longer and farther and truly be selfless for those that we love and care about. So how can we be healthily selfish? For one, self-care. Self-care is a huge, vital part of being the best version of yourself. And that just means taking care of yourself mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, you know, doing the things that make you feel more like yourself. And I'm going to talk a little bit more about self-care later and how we as women feel guilty when we take time for ourselves. But I just want you guys to know right now that self-care is a necessity. It is not a luxury. Like you need self-care. You have to do self-care. It is so important. And I just want to make that known that it is a necessity and not a luxury. This is not something that you're just like, oh, I'll you know, do this on my vacation. Like, no, this is something that you need to be doing and practicing every single day. And it doesn't have to be this long drawn out event where you like go to the spa or go and like hide away for hours at a time. Like, no, it's, it just means taking small intentional blocks of time for yourself to where you can refuel, recharge, and then go back to being the person who you want to be, which is giving to your family, giving to your community, giving to your workspace, all of that stuff. You cannot do it if you don't take time to do self-care. Okay, moving on. How else can we be healthily selfish? By removing toxic people out of our lives. I know that probably seems like common sense, but you would be surprised by how often we find ourselves in cycles and being surrounded by people who are not good for us. You have to leave relationships that no longer serve you. People grow apart, people change, people have different desires and wants out of life. And if what you want and what they want aren't aligning with each other and it's not serving you and it's becoming a toxic relationship and you find yourself being emotionally drained by this person every time they're around you, you might need to leave that relationship. And I know that is so much easier said than done, but I promise you like nothing feels better and more relieving than releasing things that no longer serve purpose in your life. So it doesn't hurt to assess those who are close to you to figure out where their mindset is, what they want out of life, how they want to live their life, what do they want to do with their life. And if that's not aligning with you or if you don't agree with things and it's, like I said, becoming this toxic environment for you to be in and around, just leave, you know, do do that thing for yourself and, and just walk away. It's no longer serving you. You don't need to be there anymore. And sometimes, you know, people 
only come in your life for a season and that's okay. And I think the more that we normalize that, the better that we'll all just be able to continue to grow as individuals. You know, somebody might only need to be in your life for a year, two years, three years, or whatever the case may be. And once you learn the things that you need to learn from that person, or once you've accomplished your role in that person's life or vice versa, and the relationship is no longer needed or serving you, Again, you know, sometimes you just have to walk away. That doesn't mean that you don't still care for that person. It doesn't mean that you don't still have love for that person. But it just means that you are doing what is best for you in that moment. And that is okay. All right. And the last way that we can be healthily selfish is learning how to say no. (laughs) Yo, this is probably like, the biggest one out of all of them because I know for me personally, I'm always saying yes to stuff. I just, I don't know how to say no. I don't know what's wrong with me, (laughs) but I just have a really hard time with saying no to people. And I feel like women as a whole have a problem with saying no. You know, we always feel like we want to say yes to everything. But saying no is a critical component of putting ourselves first, of looking out for our best interest, of not overexerting ourselves with these overly busy schedules and social obligations and, you know, other things that are not in our best interest. And we're about to deep dive in into this, but just to reiterate ways to be healthily selfish, self-care, that means taking care of yourself mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, and knowing that self-care is a necessity and not a luxury. Number two, removing toxic people out of our lives and leaving relationships that no longer serve you, no matter how hard it is. And three, learning how to say no when you're tired or you just don't feel like doing it. I did some research because like I said, I am constantly saying yes to everything. I don't know how to say no. And I wanted to figure out why do we as women feel obligated to say yes to everything? And here is what I found. And I think that it is, it just rings true, not just for me, but probably for a lot of women out there. Number one, We want to be agreeable and liked. I think a lot of times for women, it's really hard for us to compartmentalize when people don't like us. And so, you know, especially when we're in a new environment or in a new friend group or whatever, like we want to make people like us. So we say yes to a lot of things so that we can make our way into whatever environment or situation it is that we're trying to be successful in. And I think this is particularly true for black women, especially because, you know, we have the black woman stereotype of women always being angry and looking for confrontation. So I think like for us as black women, it goes a little bit deeper because when we are agreeing to do something, it's more than about getting people to agree with us and like us. It's more so about showing them like, I am not the angry black woman that you think I am. I'm not going to cause any trouble. I'm going to do my job and I'm going to do it well. And I'm going to make you like me, you know? And I think that that is honestly very unhealthy. Um, but I mean, we do it and I, I, I definitely do it. I'm not going to speak for everyone, but I know for me, like sometimes I'm in environments and I'm like, man, like, I just really want them to like me. Like, Let me just go ahead and do this so that I can make a good impression, you know? Number two, we don't want to appear selfish. 
which because, you know, like I said, it's always had this negative connotation with it. Number three, we don't want to disappoint anyone. And I think this was like the biggest one for me is that I don't ever want someone to feel like I'm letting them down. So I feel obligated, you know, to say yes, to to make them happy or to do something for them because I don't want to disappoint them. Number four, we want something done our way. <laughs> you know, like we feel like if it's not done by us, like it's not going to be right and it's not going to get done the right way. So, you know, we want things to be done our way. And number five, we want to appear like we're in demand. And I think this this goes without saying, like in the workplace, especially if you work in a male-dominated environment, like when your boss or somebody asks you to do something, you're just gonna be like, yeah, like, yeah, I got this. Yeah, I can do this. Um, I'm gonna have it done in this amount of time. And like, you're gonna see like, and we we want to appear like we're in demand in that situation. Because a lot of times, especially in the workplace, like, We're so disrespected. People don't think very highly of us, especially like in a male dominated field, like I said. Um, So we feel that need to like want to prove something and to be in demand and to show them that like, hey, I got this. I'm just as capable. I'm just as valuable. And that can be very unhealthy, honestly. So those are a few of the reasons that I found online that kind of pinpoint why we say yes to everything. And I think that like when people ask us a question or ask us to do things for them, a lot of times we feel emotionally compelled to say yes. And usually the two emotions we feel when someone asks us to do something or asks us a question is either guilt, like guilt, like, oh, if I don't do this, then I'm going to feel really bad because I didn't help this person out. Or we feel excitement, like, oh, yes, this is a great opportunity for me. Like, I'm so excited to say yes to this. So I think like when people do ask us to do things in that moment, you have to assess what emotion am I feeling? Am I feeling like I'm going to feel guilty if I don't say yes to this? Or am I feeling excited about this opportunity and it makes me want to say yes to this? So I think just being aware of our emotions in that moment um, can definitely help us better make a decision on whether we should say yes or should say no. I think another thing, like I said, with we want to appear in demand, um, when people come and ask us to do things, we feel pressure to perform. And again, those pressures come from two things, fear Fear that we might not meet someone's expectations if we don't say yes or fear that like we feel pressured to perform this duty that isn't our responsibility, but they asked us to do it. So we're going to do it anyway. Or we feel desire like I am like again, like that just excitement to want to perform that duty or to want to do whatever it is that they're asking you to do. You have a desire to do it. You actually want to do it. So again, being aware why do I feel this pressure to perform? Is it because I have this fear that if I don't do it, I'm not going to meet someone's expectations? Or is it because I have this desire to do this presentation or to promote this whatever that I genuinely want to do this? And unfortunately, sometimes when people come to us, they're coming to us in crisis. You know, they're faced with an unexpected crisis. And sometimes they ask us to do things. And because of the state that that person is in, We feel like we have to agree to do things that we don't want to do. 
So to put this into like perspective, a lot of times, you know, as you guys know, I have a lot of brothers and sisters. I have seven siblings. I'm the second oldest. And there's a younger crew, a younger bunch. I think my little brother is 10. Uh, the twins. No, my little brother is nine. The twins are 10. And my other little brother is 12, 11 or 12. See, like I can't keep up with all of that. But a lot of times, like, my parents will ask me to watch the kids because they have something that they have to go do um, or they have, like, an emergency to go handle or something like that. And then I am faced with this pressure to have to agree, like, oh, yeah, like, I can watch the kids and putting my plans and my things that I was going to do for the day on the back burner because they're coming to me in a state of crisis or something unexpected has happened. And now I have to agree to watch the children and take on this responsibility that I did not want to have to do. But I also feel obligated to do it, one, because they're my siblings, two, because my parents asked me, and three, because I will feel horrible if I don't do it. Now, in these situations, of course, it can be hard to say no. But again, at that point, like you, you have a choice. You have a choice if you want to say yes. And if you want to say no. And for me, because it's my parents, you know, I'm always say yes. Like they gave me life. But, you know, like for you, it might be like a work emergency or somebody needs you to like to cover their shift or something like that's not your responsibility. And, you know, you don't have to make it your responsibility if you don't want to. You always, always, always have a choice. Now, another question that I had was like, why do people, why do people always ask me? You know, like, why does everyone always expect so much of me? Why do they always ask me to take care of their things and, you know, come to me whenever they have an issue or a problem or a dilemma? And the truth is, people make requests for your time because they think you're the person to do the job or maybe you're the only person who will agree to do the job or maybe they just don't want to do it and you've always been known to step in and save the day so they're like oh let me go ask her and see if like she want to do it because she always saying yes to everything anyways because again we want to be agreeable and liked we don't want to appear selfish all those things that I touched on earlier and it's like as women we need to understand we are allowed to say no you are allowed to say no. Don't say yes to everything because you feel obligated to do something or you feel like you have a responsibility to do something. If you physically, emotionally, mentally are not set out to like do whatever it is that somebody is asking you to do, do not put more stress on yourself. Do not overexert yourself to please other people when you're not even pleasing yourself, when you're not taking care of yourself first. We have to learn as women, especially how to set boundaries in our lives. And the purpose of boundaries is not to like not ever have people come and ask you to do something for them again. The purpose of boundaries is to uphold your priorities and ensure your well-being. And there's nothing wrong with that. Setting boundaries means that you respect yourself enough to not allow chaos and people to use you. Respect yourself enough to set those boundaries. That just like leads me into my next point that I wanted to talk about is we oftentimes feel guilty when we do take time for ourselves and when we do do self-care because we are surrounded by these overt and covert messages that encourage us to minimize our own needs and feel guilty when we engage in self-care. 
And that's not just for women. That's just for everybody in society as a whole. Like I said earlier, we have constantly heard you you need to put others before yourselves. Don't be selfish. Do unto others as you would have them do to you. And all of that is true. I don't want to negate that. All of that is true. Like, yes, being a good person, that's just being a good person. However, that thought process can really be damaging to people because when they do feel like they need to take time for themselves, they don't because they oftentimes feel guilty because those thoughts are ringing in their mind. You know, as women, we wear a lot of hats, okay? We are moms, we're friends, we're wives and girlfriends, we're sisters, we're employees, we're a lot of different things, okay? And we feel like we are neglecting people who need us when we take time for ourselves and we feel obligated to be there for them because we've done it time and time and time again and they're counting on us now. And so when it does get to that point where we've like overexerted ourselves to the point of exhaustion and we want to take time for ourselves, we feel guilty. And that guilt can show up in various ways. It can, you know, be apologizing to someone for taking time for yourself, um, feeling like you are being selfish or pushing it off because you feel like you have more productive things to do or you feel like you have more people to take care of, like your job isn't done yet. I think that's where people literally get exhausted and at that point you know you start feeling resentment for people like oh this person always needs me like I never have time for myself why can't they figure this out on their own why do they constantly have to ask me for this you know what I'm saying and you start to feel resentment towards those people because you're always there for them and you're never there for you and you're misplacing those emotions I I think one of the most loving things that you can do for people in your life, your kids, your partner, your friends, your employees, whoever, is to not put them in a place of future resentment. Because you might feel good about it now, like, oh, yeah, I'm helping them and they're counting on me and I feel so needed and so loved. But there's going to come a time in your life where you are tired and you're done and you're sick of taking care of everybody but yourself and you're going to feel resentment for those people. So you have to give yourself permission to focus on yourself. You have to think of ways of how you cannot feel guilty when you do decide to like take moments and time for yourself. And I think one of the biggest ways that you can do that is to remind yourself that the people you love and care about the most, they love you too. And they want you to be good. Like they want you to take care of yourself. They want you to be the best version of yourself. They don't want you to be tired and exhausted all the time. So I think like, like I said, that one way to make sure that we're not feeling guilty about doing self-care and like being selfish is to remind yourself that they love you and they want you to take that time if you need that time. They don't want to press you. They don't want to feel like a burden, you know? So it's very important, again, like I said, to just take those moments for self-care and to do things that are going to make you happy and that are going to make you feel like yourself again. It's okay to keep in mind other people's feelings. It's okay to be aware of their feelings and to validate their feelings and to want to do things for them. But it is never okay to put their feelings over yours and to put their well-being over yours. Because at the end of the day, you have to do what's best for you. You are the greatest project that you will ever 
work on. It is good to be there for other people, to want to do things for other people, to care and love about other people so much to a point that you're willing to exhaust yourself for them. But you have to understand that that is not a good way to live. We don't need to be running on fumes as human beings. We don't need to be stressed all the time. We don't need to have a super busy schedule all the time. Sometimes the best thing that you can do for yourself is to just step away and be in the presence of you. There is nothing wrong with that. There is no shame in that. Don't let people make you feel shame for that. Selfishness can be good and bad. And I hope that this podcast episode has helped you discover the good parts of being selfish. Now, I'm not telling y'all to go and just disregard everybody in your life and to be like, oh, Mariah told me to to be selfish, so I'm gonna be selfish and I'm not caring about what nobody gotta say about it. Like, no, that's not what I'm telling y'all, but I am telling you to take time for yourself, not all of your time, but it is important that you do take time out of your day specifically for you so that you can then be there and do for other people. I'm going to say it one more time because I just feel like I need to say it. You cannot be truly selfless if you are not selfish sometimes, okay? So just keep that in mind and know that you are just as important as other people in your lives are important. And it is okay to say no. It is okay to not feel guilty when you want time for yourself. It is okay to do self-care. It is okay to leave relationships that no longer serve you. And it's okay to be selfish. (laughs) So I think that's all I have for you guys today. I really hope this episode was helpful. And I hope it gave you a different outlook on being selfish. Now... Make sure you do some self-care today or tomorrow or sometime this week and go be the best version of yourself, girlfriend. I love you so much. Thank you so much for listening as always. And I will talk to you guys on my next episode. Bye. Thank you guys so much for tuning into this week's episode. I hope that it was able to enhance your life in some way. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast before you leave. And also follow us on Instagram at underscore girls IRL. Go out and live a fearless and filter-free life. And always remember to keep it real. Oh, 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 o